am Danny. And I'm Damika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota. Minnesota time. Oh, it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> Is it cold finally there? It's finally cold um, for for this this hour. Who knows? Um, <laughs> later, how cold it will or will not be. So. This week's minisode is coming out the week of Christmas. Wow. And you know I'm a big I'm a big Christmas person. <laughs> I couldn't even get through it. <laughs> but you you like seasonal things. I That's don't, true. Yeah, like seasonal candy and you know, like you like seasonal things. I just don't think the expectation of the holiday is your jam. No, the ex- expectations for anything are not my jam. Mm. I just want to live my life with no expectations. <laughs> Stop expecting things from me. I will let you down. <laughs> so I I entertained for a mere moment, like doing something Christmassy. Oh. Um, but but I couldn't. I just couldn't bring oh. myself to do it. But I think this is tangentially Christmas. Okay. Um, you may disagree because <laughs> you are a Christmas person. <laughs> I am just uh, anything that involves like putting up different decorations that has designated music and designated dishes. I am for like if it's like Leif Erikson Day, if it's bonfire, <laughs> if it, I'm like, I have a tradition. If there's a checklist I need to fulfill. I'm there. <laughs> well, this is a little different. This okay. is much more in the vein of my last minisode. Um, I, I decided to delve in to a character. Um, okay. Another character who I see as as one of our own, even though she is always portrayed by the whitest of white girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm like, which one? You're not, this is not even <laughs> narrowing it down in the not slightest. At all. <laughs> So I know we've talked a little bit about her in the past. We've okay. talked a little bit about her her show in the past. But there are lots of places we can go with this this person. And, and I do appreciate that she does come from a mixed heritage and has to grapple with that. And we see that more in the most recent version of her show than in older versions. So mm. today, 10 minutes on the clock, I'd like to talk about the half human, half witch, Sabrina Spellman. Ah, yes. Oh, ooh, juicy. Very, very juicy. Yeah. And I said it was kind of Christmassy because didn't weren't there new episodes last Christmas that came out of her most recent show? I, I haven't think, caught up. Yeah, you know, and girl, you know, don't take your time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate even saying that. I'm just because I, I think we've talked about it before. I'm so loyal. Even if it turns to hot, filthy garbage, I will still watch it. Mm. Girl, you have a lot to watch. Just take your time. You'll you'll get to it. There's also, <laughs> I heard that the most recent season of Riverdale that just came out mm. is also a crossover with Sabrina. I, I did watch early Riverdale. I didn't realize they're on season six. I am quite behind. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. What? So, I, I mean, I, I love a good teen drama, but that drama was just like too much for me. I you couldn't know, keep watching. The It is difficult when the teen dramas have gotten more dramedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these things, I'm just like, I had to worry about a lot. 
in high school, but never having to cover up murders and like there, there, there's a lot that these kids these days are really dealing with. You know, it's a different like, time. It is. It's just like you know, like a threesomes, and then who do you invite to the prom? It's like oh, oh, it's a different generation, I guess. Um, I feel very it was is. it chuggy, chogi, chuggy? Because I'm very old. Anyway, there's a term out there for us later. Later millennials, when we're just so uncool. Uh, oh, but Sabrina, I don't, oh, yeah. I'm so uncool, I don't even know this. Yeah, term. it's like you're like, you're chuggy. You're chuggy. So watch out if they think they're getting away with something, if the young people call you that. I'm <laughs> so old. So, Sabrina, I I agree with you. I've I've always been so befuddled of why they never take that spin of this girl being a woman a mixed woman of color it lends itself so perfectly yeah yeah i mean and i i think we see that a little bit right um in particular in the new sabrina Mm -hmm. the chilling adventures of sabrina where she does like go to a school and like having to straddle both worlds and like mm-hmm. literally both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that that's interesting, but I, I agree. I don't think they've ever really played it out as much as they could have. And mm-hmm. I wonder if in part it's because Sabrina as a character has so much confidence. Like mm-hmm. she's just such like a confident person overall. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you have to go with like aesthetics of what is supposed to be like the, the most dumb, like the straddling of the world was interesting. But overall, she, I got that from the comics, the old TV show and the new one, the magic world and her her ability, her witchness will mm-hmm. always kind of take precedence. It's right. the you know what I mean? It was her relationships with humans that were the anchor to that. And I think being able to write for that would take a lot of foresight and a lot of empathy and a lot of understanding that I think writers are probably not necessarily willing and, to do. And who's writing, writing loose stories. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, if you, you could just look at the aesthetic and already know who exactly is writing these things. So I don't, yeah. I, you know, you don't have to be a, a genius for that one. Yeah. Um, something that I do find a little problematic about Sabrina though, is this is kind of a trope, right? Like a mixed person trope that's like, not only is she mixed, but she's like exceptional. She is like mm-hmm. super powerful. And like, it's like, you can't just be a, a normal person. Yeah. You have to be like exceptional to make up for that mixedness. Or because of the mixedness. Right. You know, we have like what we've talked about that of just like, oh, this we've made the superior human being because and especially in the new one, they really lean into the fact that because she's of both of these worlds mm-hmm. is why she's excelling in either one, you know, because she is half witch. That's why she excels in the human world. And because of that humanness is why she's a superior witch. And instead of just being like, and actually, it's quite tormenting and it's actually quite difficult to navigate that. Like, like, no, but it's so exotic and amazing. Yeah, I feel like it sets this level, right? Like, it's already hard to reach an exceptional level, but then the mixed exceptional level is even higher. So it's like how we can't all be Sabrina Spellman. Oh, Some I know. of us are just Salem over here. <laughs> Which at any day. All day, I would gladly, if I believed in reincarnation, I'd sign me up. I I would be down. I would be down to be a cat in general, but like Mm -hmm. a talking cat, sure. Yeah, with 
like abilities? <laughs> yeah. Like, can we not with abilities? With abilities? <laughs> um, I'm I'm for it. I'm absolutely for it. I so okay. Oh, oh my goodness, this ties in. So we have talked about in teen drama, <clears throat> teen drama with portrayed mixed girls, mm. white boy boyfriend trope. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell, guys? And like the loss of virginity being like <sighs> such a pinnacle point. You know, Danny, Danny and I read books, you know, for for the show. And unfortunately, we've kind of had this common thread of the loss of virginity, which coming of age, okay, I, I'm not gonna fight that one. But to this white boy. Oh, well, and- but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but to a white boy. To a white boy. So I think there, there, there is that, and to me, I'm just like I have absolutely no room to, to judge that in my own life, uh, <laughs> my own teenage experience. That's another episode. That is not a minisode, uh, but I, I don't know why they make that the the highlight. It's not just the sexual encounter. It's that the tension because this it is a well-to-do white boy. Mm. I don't know. It's just, it, once again, it's, you can tell who's writing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that that is a normal trope. Um, it's interesting, right? Because it's like, it's, it always feels like choosing sides, even though mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think people are choosing sides necessarily by who they decide to be with in their in their lives. But for some reason, the way that it's portrayed in television is it does feel like choosing sides. Yeah. And I don't I don't like it. I also we've talked about this. I I would prefer like the romance not happen. Yeah. Like, you know, like my favorite romance was early X-Files Scully and Mulder (laughs) because it was like not actually like it was just in between the lines right like I don't Mm. want overt romance and it's not because I'm a prude but it's because I feel like it's it's the the easy way out of like a complicated story like I would rather focus on all the other things exactly it it is an easy way out and it really downplays the complex emotion of love and relationship especially in x-files that work environment mm-hmm. right and then like for sabrina's case she actually did have once again so it wasn't even enough about picking sides of whether to be with harvey this this in the very beginning but then right. she had this warlock on the other side and right. it was very on the nose of by picking a love interest you have picked which is going to be your dominant life and style yeah and and that was very, very, very blatant. And you're right. How much more storyline and development of her own character would we have been able to gotten if it wasn't between this decision of who to be with and what the relationship was going to drive her personality, what she was about, her morals, her goals? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, part of it is probably also just rooted in the history of the comic, right? Mm-hmm. Like these Archie comics were yeah. all like relationship driven originally and i don't i don't remember too much of the sabrina comics Mm -hmm. um i used to like read the digest so there would always be like one or two sabrina comics (laughs) in there so i don't like have the full sabrina backstory in comic form um but i do know the melissa joan hart sabrina 
there was the Harvey character, right? Yes. And I think in the end, they end up together. So I think mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they're, they're trying to play on the source material also. They um, are. But... Which I, 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 I appreciate that because once again, what really anchors Sabrina and both in the Melissa Joan Hart one and the most recent one is that anytime she seems to go too far leaning, which I don't even know what that says about her and her mixedom, but anytime she goes kind of delves too much into the witch mm. part of her life, it's the anchor of her friendship. So it's part of him. He's just like, but, but maybe that's what she's meant to be. <laughs> I don't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it would be, it would serve everything better if she did not have to choose sides. Because mm-hmm. I think, you're right, there is like the anchor of the friendships, but like, I don't know. I, I guess I've never experienced that in my life where I've gone like too far in one direction, but it's like mm-hmm. the anchor of the other people because I feel like. I don't I don't have such a clean divide in my life, mm-hmm. I guess, as Sabrina has in terms of like, you know, all my friends of one race are here. And all my friends of another race are here. And just saying, like, I only have two races of friends. Like, I don't know. It's an interesting premise, but it's mm-hmm. not. It, it is not a good allegory for mixed I suppose. But it could be. I think that's be. what kills me. It's like it could be, it should be, mm-hmm. but it's not. Oh, the possibilities. It'd be so good. And if you don't like the whole choosing relationship thing, it gets worse. So I just, just something to look forward to whenever you decide to crack into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> we'll see. There's like such a list of, we've talked about this before. There's such a list of television to watch. Mm. And then I just, get overwhelmed by choice and just rewatch something instead. Girl, a good rewatch though, like so good for your soul. Just it just instantly relaxes you. I don't and, and I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of psychological like psychological analysis that goes into why that is, but but then you fall further behind on your the make believe TV watching list. That- <laughs> like like we all need another list in our lives yeah. of things to do. But yeah, don't we all say, oh, I got to It's on my list. I got to catch up. I got to catch up. (laughs) Who? For why? (laughs) You're so right. You're so right. It's Um, the worst thing. But I have heard that. I have heard that like anxious individuals in particular are soothed by (laughs) rewatching because Mm -hmm. they know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. It took me a long time to kind of accept that as well. It's like... I I completely get that. It's actually my dad long long time ago got um surgery on his so- shoulder and he actually his heart stopped during it. And it was a very dramatic thing, you know, it was all so he couldn't sleep in a bed. He had to sleep on the couch and he watched Apollo 13 every single night for like oh 6 weeks. And we lived in drafty, old, paper-thin wall base housing growing up. And I could hear Apollo 13 and Tom Hanks and Kevin Bacon's voices haunt me for like six to eight weeks. I have that mem- that movie creepily memorized. <laughs> like, but now I see him like that was just probably like comforting and soothing. And, you know, and it's like when you grow up and like, oh, that totally makes sense now. 
Yeah, but the the funny thing is, is that's like a suspenseful movie. <laughs> like it's not, I know. <laughs> but I guess if you know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, why? How? That's the last thing I would want to watch. But uh, I mean, he's he's a funny. I I think I found out later in my life when my dad actually was a black nerd, a blurred. But there's just no term for that back in those Mm. days. So, but yeah, if you guys want to have test my trivia on Apollo 13, (laughs) if you want to lose money, go ahead, honey. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, we should we should go ahead and wrap this up. Before we go, Damika, any last thoughts about Sabrina? Who's your Sabrina? Mm, Melissa Joan Hart will always be my Sabrina. Come on, man. She she's just got it. I love her aunties. I love the sassy talking Salem. I love the fashion, girl thick. And, and we just have a long history with Melissa Joan Hart to begin with. She is childhood. So Melissa. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I mean, I love Melissa Joan Hart, for sure. I also love the original animation of Sabrina. Mm. That, that haircut, that headband. Oh, the headband. I mean, the whole the aesthetic and style of like the cartoon and what they did in Thrilling Adventures of like, I wish I could pull off that aesthetic. Cannot, but I do wish. It's all about confidence. Mm. Oh, well, if you know where I can buy that, that'd be great. I'll get you some wrapped up for Christmas. How's that? (laughs) Bring it full circle here. Perfect. All right. Merry Christmas, unicorns. (laughs) (laughs) Filthy animals. Filthy animals. (laughs) We'll be back next week with a full episode and in two weeks with another mini-sode. Check the show notes for our contact info. All right. Peace. Out. Out.